sun. <laughs> sun cut. Yeah. Like BT after midnight. The sun cut. Trying to walk in Milwaukee. You know, make the bucks. <laughs> the sun cut. Here go the jewelry. Yeah. Experiment an apocalyptic experience. Apologizing for death. Niggas ain't hearing it. But we seen the signs. We ain't say shit. I guess we in the mimes. It's some clown shit. I'm just a poor nigga with wisdom. One day you catch it. Supposed to eat with your dogs. But ain't nobody blessing. The food for life. The cops watching. We both sketched in. Don't be surprised when they throw a bone in your homie. Fetch it. You on your own, pal. Ain't no best friends. Ain't no true toys. Ain't no new bins. Ain't no family trips. That's where we follow trends. Ain't no love in the town. That's where the hate blends. The cops ain't after helping. They just apprehend. Error of application. The robots are men. Error of conversations. Even if arguing, we rough around the edges. Even when dropping gems. It's uncut. It's uncut. Yeah. It's that mixtape, man. Uncut gems mixtape. Shout out to the homies, man. Free the homies, man. Welcome to another installment of your favorite podcast, the Uncut Jazz Mixtape. I am Ryan Humor and... Hey, man, it's the ever-so-clever, the man with many endeavors, your favorite podcast host, Mr. About Del Time. Peace, King. Peace, King, bro. Like, welcome back from the motherland hey, of, of, the cold, of the cold world, bro. Welcome, welcome back, and uh, hey man, yeah man, I'm back, man. You know I got to see my, got to see the hero, man. I got to see the 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 new age, uh, Martin Luther King, man, do his thing. You know what I'm saying? Do his thing on stage in Houston, kill it. You know what I'm saying? Not get killed, but kill it. It was incredible. So I'm glad to be back, bro. And you held down the show. You know what I'm saying? Fans have been hitting me up. Yo, bro, are you gone? Like, is it only on Ryan film? Because, like, I mean, it's cool if it is. I mean, he dope. So, you know, kind of got tired. Of, uh, I got people hitting me all in my DMs, asking am I still on the show, asking me all type of shit. Cold. It's cold world. So I don't know what you was telling people, but, yeah, I mean, I'm nah, here I still, y'all. Bro, I told people, I I told people the truth, bro. I was like, yo, I, I really, I really do, I really do want to like hate and crack jokes and be real critical. But you know, J. Cole invited you to 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 H Town and my man Jay Z, Drake, Rick Ross, Chris Ed, Michelle, Tessa Thompson, J Lo, they ain't invited me nowhere. So nowhere. Hey man, congrats on that. I mean, because you, did... you ain't vaccinated. Because you ain't vaccinated. Oh, <laughs> that's where it is. That's the... You know what? That makes sense. That makes that honestly makes me feel a lot better because at least I have a reason. I gotta know. Why I don't get invited places? That now, if that's the reason, then that's the reason. But hey, bro, I mean, tell the people about about the trip, man. Do you know anyone in Houston? Did you just go? Like, did you bring your wife? Tell us what happened, bro. I went to Houston because my brother, who I originally actually moved to LA to hang out with more, uh, he moved to Houston last year. So uh, he's out there, man. So we went out there to visit him, and uh, it's a, a annual, not an annual thing. It's a religious thing that we do to make sure that him and I go see Cole. We both huge J. Cole fans. I actually converted him. He was once a Kendrick Lamar designated fan, couldn't give it up, was only down with Kendrick. I mean, it made sense because he's from L.A. But I, 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 I somehow put the special sauce, like I've been doing to you, just kind of throwing in those hints of cinnamon that Cole's the greatest. 
um, to him. And now he's just a cold fan. So we went to go see him. He showed me around Houston, bro. And let me just big up Houston real quick. This is a lovely city. Um, I, bro, if, if I could, if the weather wasn't as unpredictable as it is, I would move to Houston. Um, it's a beautiful city, bro. He showed me around, got me to some great spots to eat. Um, the people are so down. It was just really nice to see this huge community of people of color. Um, I mean, every place that we went, bro, I felt like, you know how when you be going to spots, and you be looking and, and you got to do that one head nod when you finally see somebody that's black, like, hey, bro, we here. We in this motherfucker. Yeah. I didn't have to do none of that, bro. It just felt cool. And that and low key, I mean, I always knew Houston had a huge, uh, you know, huge black community, but like to just really be involved in it and just see all these and like progressive people. Everyone was so progressive. I mean, small business owners. Uh, I also want to shout out um this this record store that we that we stopped by uh called Blessings, bro. And I bought some, I actually bought Cole's vinyl album all season, so I was real juiced about that. Tang album, the first Wu Tang album on vinyl. Bought that as well as the first uh, Tribe Called Quest album on vinyl. So shout out to Blessings, bro, because that was really dope to go there and get. But meeting that guy, he uh, was just so happy to educate us more about Houston, give us a lot of uh, insight on where to go. But my brother, to be honest with y'all, man, he is, I don't even, I think he's not there like a few months, bro, but he he's like one of those, he's kind of like me. You know, he's good everywhere, bro. He's like, he's like, he's like Visa, bro. He's good everywhere. Like people love him no matter what. They want to give him their kidneys immediately. Um, so it was dope for him to kind of show us to some of these great restaurants, take us to some of these great coffee spots. And then not only that, to whip up some great food. And he lives in his dope spot, bro. His apartment is so dope. And I think they pay like a nickel, bro. And literally, it's overlooking the whole city. So if y'all go to my IG, you will see me and my beautiful future wife looking over. And this is my brother's place on this dope rooftop, just looking over the city. That's my brother's spot, bro. He pay a nickel there. I pay a million dollars for rent in LA. He pays a nickel and his shit look better than mine. So I'm low-key jealous of him. But it was amazing, bro. And then not to mention, bro, ending my whole vacation with being able to meet the, not me, I didn't get, let me lie a lot of y'all and tell y'all I met Cole, but I felt like I met him because I was in there for a three-hour sing-along with him and just going crazy, losing my voice, all of that. But it was just so dope, bro, to just really be in in the same arena as J. Cole, bro. He did not disappoint, did not, bro. Gave me everything I wanted to do. I was able to sing along with every song. You know how you feel like, it's dope when you go to a concert, but it's always dope when you go to a concert and you know every word of every song that they gonna sing. That's how I felt, man. Yeah. I'm in there, people looking at me like, well, he know everything. And Cole does this thing where he'll like, he wants to test how much you've been a fan. So he'll bring up some old songs just to see how many people know his song. People, it was some people in there because they knew Cole fans. So they looking like, oh, know this track, not me all the tracks and they're saying word for word people looking at me yo he know it bro because like they code does a thing where he'll if he see that you know every word he'll point you out and put them like put you on the uh, monitor and like have you sing along with him i was hoping that that would happen to me but it didn't but it was dope bro i had such amazing time bro I, it was so crazy bro i mean it was only two days but bro it felt like a week 
to be honest with you, as much shit as I got in. That's a good time, man. That's a good time, yeah. B. Like we, I'm, I and the rest of the fans are very happy that you finally got to go and um, see the God because I know you were fiending to go see the God. So uh, that's itching. cool. That's cool, itching. man. That's, that's really what's up. I'm. A, I actually have a, actually have a listener question at the end that's going to relate to uh to your little to your excursion if you will not little your to your big excursion if you will so yeah. i mean yeah a lot of things happened while you was gone i mean it was cool that i guess you wasn't around because deontay water got knocked out by tyson fury you didn't need no parts of that you didn't need no parts yeah. of that and other than that i mean while you was gone um superman's gay so there's that superman's uh, son is gay that just happened <laughs> well why does it, why do you gotta go superman's gay like it's his son, but you go well. If his son gets like basically saying, "Well, you know, uh, Dwayne Wade wanted wanted to be a trans, uh, want to change his whole sexuality." No, his son does. Lee, look, that's how a great, do. that's a great analogy. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, the reason the reason I the reason I said it in that way is because like that was the Twitter trend, but I just wanted yeah. I wanted to add clarification to it, so it's like kind of tongue in cheek. So yeah, his son is gay. He's mad gay. Um, which is fine. I don't care. But I wanted to ask you, bro, is this is this too much on some little boozy or is this not enough? Bruh, <laughs> they gonna hate me for this, bro. It's too much, bro. We don't need to do this. We don't need to go into oh what sexuality is a superhero. Superheroes ain't made to be going into all of this PC culture type stuff. But let Superman be Superman. Let his son be his son. If y'all were that interested into what his relationships that is gonna be bro that's that's too much that should be some shit safe for porn that ain't like superman is supposed to get like that could be a porn episode that don't gotta necessarily be you know in the script in the actual animation of superman that's just too much not to say that i have anything about anyone's sexuality if they want to be gay but to write that in bro it's kind of like it, it, it's just too much to kind of like push on the culture bro like you can't just in, in put that on every little thing, every little thing. Like, oh, there ain't enough gay representation in Marvel. It because because Marvel's about superheroes. It's not about that. We don't need a gay superhero. We don't need nobody to like. We y'all already got Lil Nas X, bro. Y'all don't need everybody to be gay, bro. It's just crazy to me. So you so it's too much. Know. It's too much. It's too much uh. to, to, for this. For this to go in, and I mean I'm not, <laughs> but for this to get to this point where it's like. But we gotta make sure, like that, the people the 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 people who create this are just sitting there, like, you know, what's not enough of? We can't even get enough black representation. We can't even get enough Asian representation. We can't even get enough Hispanic uh, representation. Like, if anything, make super, like y'all have been bugging if Superman was Hispanic. If his name was Hector, y'all be tripping. Oh, Hector, oh bro, we can't be it can't be Hector, bro. And he just you know lived in small lived in small Mexico. You know what I'm saying? Instead of Smallville. Y'all be like, bro, this crazy, bro. Like, why he gotta be in there picking stuff? But like, now you get like some people are like, yes, this is what we needed. We needed to have this, but like, you don't need to be gay, bro. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy to me. Plus, yeah, I, man. I, plus, I, I, one more time. I was gonna say. Plus, I don't even think Lois Lane can even handle Superman's kryptonite sperm. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I, see, here's the thing: when it comes to like, when it comes to sperm, <laughs> I don't, I don't have the. Uh... I don't have the the uh, research uh, you have <laughs> with other people's sperm, so I wouldn't know. You would know more about like outside sperm than I would. Paul, um, Paul, for me, <laughs> for me, for me, you know what, bro? It's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. That's not enough. Wow. I'm gonna tell you why. why? 
I'm gonna tell you why. Here's the thing, right? I was on Twitter, and for you to be like, if you just like, if this was Mex- if it was Mexican, you'd be pissed, bro. White people, white men are pissed. Like white men was on Twitter, hella mad. Like, this is too much, y'all walling out. But let me explain something to you, Dale. Let me just say something. And then, when this, what I mean by it's not enough. What I mean by is this: it's nine hundred thousand white superheroes. Nine hundred thousand of them. Nine hundred thousand. So they made. The a knockoff superhero game, not even Superman, Superman's son, and people are pissed. They are pissed. And people was like, Well, what if they made Black Panther gay? Listen, keep it a hundred with y'all. We so happy to have one black superhero. If y'all was like, he gay now, okay, nigga, release the sequel. Like, I just uh-huh. we just happy to have a superhero. <laughs> we just happy to have a superhero, bro. Okay, cast Lil Nas X as Black Panther and then have a little boozy be the be the villain. I don't care. But right. for people to be that mad, like y'all got nine hundred thousand white superheroes. If the son of the most popular, they didn't even make Superman gay. They made his. Now, who? Here's the thing, bro. A lot of people know that Superman's name is Clark Kent or Cal L, right? People mm-hmm. mad that Superman's son is gay. Can does anyone know what Superman's son's name is? No. People know who Peter. People know Spider Man's real name. People know Batman's real name. People know Iron Man's real name. Nobody even know who Superman's son is. So if you ask me, you ask me, is it, I'm going to say, is it too much or not enough? Which is a new segment that I just created. It's not enough. There should be more gay white superheroes. There should be, half of them should be gay. Aquaman should be gay. Well, he's Samoan now. So nah, he shouldn't be gay. But yeah, like make the next, next Tony Stark, have him hella gay. Like all the Iron Man suits be naked. All of them. All of like, just run it. I don't care. It's not enough. So there, that's what y'all get. Cause I, cause to me, bro, I feel like this is white privilege at its highest. Right, like yeah. we don't want a gay superhero. Y'all got all the gay superheroes. So I mean y'all got all the straight superheroes. <laughs> all, all the, the gay superheroes. <laughs> 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 it's all just complaining about it. Like, bro, like think about it. They're like the illest, all the illest superheroes are straight and white. All of them. Right. Tony Stark, Bruce Wayne, Clark Kent, uh, Peter Parker, Punisher. Um, all that and the cold thing is at least they didn't choose one that has like a pun at least he's Superman like what if what if like what if like Punisher or something was gay and then Punisher Jr. or what if it was like Derek what like, if Derek I, I Derek love being punished and I love being punished <laughs> right so at least they chose at least they chose one without a, without a bad pun if what if it was Batman they could have called him Buttman so they chose right. Superman you can't really yeah, mess true. I feel like that was I feel like for for like within it's weird because like within cancel culture and then within like i don't know uh homophobia or whatever that's almost like the same right because superman is like honestly bro i'll keep it real like the way me the way the way that you Tariq, and 90 percent of people disrespect superman anyway bro you ain't got no hands exactly exactly right so 50 years ago i think this would be a big deal because superman was a crim de la crim of superheroes but now it's like well you can fly and you're super strong and your eyes got lasers you can spin the world around and you invincible this one you don't even make no sense so it's almost like all right well we'll, we'll give him a gay son then then he got to protect his son maybe that's like a weakness that he got to protect his son who knows but i feel like they had to do it and it's not enough did i sell you on that or no I mean, I'm not gonna lie. You, you, you're definitely pushing a convincing argument right now. You, you definitely are. Honestly, because I'm like, you know what? I don't, I don't even know why. I don't even like Superman. To be real <laughs> exactly. with you, so, so I really don't even care what his son is. I mean, honestly, but I mean, I think more so the reason why I have, and, and, and let me keep this. Let me keep this a buck. I don't have any like 
negative feelings about it. I'll probably watch it just to figure out what the storyline was because it's because that's what I am. I'm a film major. I love films. I love stuff. I love content. But the only thing is, is because I just feel like I, I don't see why it was necessary. That's really why. I just don't see why it was necessary. I don't see the necessary point. That's just oh, really let me, my bad, brother. Let me, let me quickly interrupt you to clarify something for you. This is going to make you. It's not for the next movie. It's just it's just one comic book stream. Oh, oh, then yeah, let him be gay. I don't care. <laughs> if it's just for one little episode, oh, he gay. I'm not about to make movies. I'm not about to have to sit here and be like, oh, let me just watch this. And then I'm going to have a whole Netflix episode of him just going through gay stuff. Like, I don't know. Like, I keep looking at men's private parts. Like, I'm just so mad at myself. Like, I'm using my see-through vision for the wrong thing. Like, I wow. like to <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah, man. Sorry. I'm sorry to I'm sorry to confuse you within that. Yeah, it's just it's for it's for because they have they have all these different like branches of comic books. Like even they uh even when they made when they made Spider-Man like black, that was animated, but there's a comic book series of that. So it's just it's just yeah. a comic book series. So it's like, you know, they get really... mad, bro. Like they do a whole bunch of stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? They okay, I now you you won me over. Cause I didn't know that. If it's just one little segment, like I thought like the way that media has like I like to me, I just feel like I just came back in the real world because I was stuck in the cold world for so long, right? Like wow. I didn't care nothing about social media, what was going on. I was just paying attention to what was going on with Cole, Houston, all that. Then I get to I, I finally get back to realization. I get home and I'm like, oh, what's going on? Like I, I'm to be so real with you, I keep seeing the image, right? Of like Superman kissing or I ain't even reading the content. I'm just strolling right over it, uh, whatever. Wow. And then and then this is what got me. I actually watched your story and I was like, oh, he's talking about this. Oh, it must be interesting. So then I listen because I'm like, oh, this is my guy. If he's talking about it, maybe I'm maybe I'm missing something. So then I see you talking about it. I'm like, oh. And then I'm like, I mean, and I started thinking about it like me being the action hero. I mean, being a, a comic fan that I am, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I really want to watch that. Is this kind of just pushing a little bit stuff? And then, you know, start going to your political stance. Like, they can make more black superheroes instead of make coming up with this gay superhero. They can make more Latin heroes. But you're right. But if it's just one little thing, it's like making a, a off-brand cereal, like making a, 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 sorry, a name brand cereal and just making an off, a off-brand of it. Like, I don't know, like, uh, you know, they got Fruity Pebbles and then they make Cinnamon Pebbles. Like, I mean, shit, like, it's going to be for whoever likes Cinnamon Pebbles, bro. doesn't mean yeah. that it changes the brand of what Fruity Pebbles brought out. It just means, hey, this is for those people who like cinnamon instead of Fruity Pebbles. So, fine. That's cool. So, then, I mean, I ain't, I ain't mad. But I was just hoping they didn't have to enforce me to have to watch a whole Netflix, you Hulu thing, and I got to sit here, and this is going to be the talk of the town. I got to, oh, yeah, you going to watch that gay Superman? You know what? Gay, that's how they're gonna title it: "Gay Superman." Just <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The, you know what? The, what the, it's just called that. Why would it be called that? Gay Superman. You know what's called though? You know what's interesting is like it would be like it would be the uh, the LGBT uh, LGB community community's turn to do it like black folks did, or some black folks are like, yeah. "Do you see Black Panther?" Nah. Oh, so you watch all the other Marvel movies, but you ain't watch Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> so you watch? Did you watch the Superman series? No, nah, I ain't see it. Oh, but you saw the Batman series. Y'all seen every Batman? You see all the Superman? I seen all the Supermans, even the bad ones. Oh, but you didn't watch Gay Superman, huh? Nah, bro, I just didn't. Have, I didn't have time. Oh, you didn't have time? All right, all right. And they can start judging you. But that's how I be though. Like it's something. It's like this, right? I went to go see the new James Bond movie the other day, right? And I'm a huge James Bond fan or whatever. What if they made James Bond gay? 
Hear me out. Check it out, right? <laughs> okay. The thing is, like, the thing is, and this, but they've been talking about making the next James Bond a woman. Okay. So within this particular, within this particular uh, movie, they have like these breadcrumbs about making. Um, a, he meets a woman. Uh, he meets a black woman, or her. She's 007 because they think that James Bond retired, but he comes back, and then for the movie, he gets to be 007. And I'm not gonna spoil it for y'all, but they they give hints of this woman like possibly taking his place. And in my mind. In my mind, like I understand representation, and there's some things that are staples. So it's like James Bond is supposed to be like a like uh, overly masculine philanderer that orders yeah. that orders uh, gin martini shaken not stirred, and is like basically an alpha male and treats women like trash. And people go in like, oh my god, I want to be like James Bond because he can kill like 50 people and he gets whatever woman that he wants. Like that's part of the superhero. So it's yeah. like to be like we're gonna make it a woman now and be like so that changes the audience. You know what I mean? Like there's certain, like there's certain backgrounds of, there's certain backgrounds of certain characters that make it difficult to change, to like change what they are. For example, like you can, um, you can almost make Superman. You can, the thing is you can make Superman any race you want to make him, but he's still from Krypton. So like if Superman yeah. is black, he's still not from Africa. If Superman was Mexican, he's not from Mexico. He's still Krypton. He's still, uh, he's still literally an alien. So you could dress him up in whatever color you want. When it comes to my like James, but even like Magneto, they're talking about, um, they're talking about uh, possibly making like Magneto um, and perfect. I think it was Mac they're talking about making Magneto um, black or whatnot. But um, from what I gather, I, someone correct me if I'm wrong, but Magneto, Magneto was like, it's from a, Magneto is from a concentration camp and like saw everything that happened like in the war back in the day. day. So yep. I know there were black people in concentration. But I know there was like rarity, like people that look like Drake in a concentration camp. But in reality, like that's not that that person's background. Now, can Wolverine be black? Absolutely, Wolverine could be black. He's a dude from the army or whatever. Like, but there's certain people that have backgrounds that make the character. Can Bruce Wayne be black? Absolutely, Bruce Wayne can be black. Like, it's not yeah. it's not a problem. There's black billionaires now, but I think for certain people, that's what I'm saying. Like, for so when you say you don't have a problem with like with gay superheroes, I don't have a problem with like with female superheroes at all. Like some of the illest some of the illest movies I've seen have female leads. Not forget, hey y'all, check out Kate on Netflix. That shit go hard. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's certain, it's certain, it's pe people's backgrounds define characters sometimes. Like you can't make Black Panther white unless he's like South African Black Panther, right? <laughs> so it's like there's certain backgrounds of people that I don't think fit the characterization of the character. And I think sometimes, sometimes, sometimes there's racism and sometimes it's just, that's not the story. <laughs> like, right. So, hey, so, I mean, that's my, that, that's, that's my long winded way of saying I partially agree with Dale and it's not enough. So. I do. I do want to add this though. You know what? You you may be right though, actually. Because look, how are we supposed to know if on Krypton, right? If on Krypton that maybe they swing that way. So maybe you know what I'm saying. Superman's son is really like maybe that's how they really do it. Like maybe, we don't know. They aliens. Maybe they actually do choose to have sex with the the same sex. Maybe they're not. That's about true. The we don't Those are bars. So, like they, they out there like, what's gay? What do you mean? We just do this. Yeah. Like this is how we live, you know? I, yeah, <laughs> like I, like I, the I, Romans, like, like like the Romans back in the day that just used to like wild out and get their subway from, and get their chair from subway on and just hang out with little kids and shit. It was just cool and they wrote about it, had a good time and drank wine with kids. Like it was a different world. Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, nah, but 
because you start talking about the Romans and them just taking cheeks as little kids. Like, come be my little boy. Like, nah, I'm, I don't know about that. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that or that. But I don't <laughs> no, know. I'm not saying. <laughs> look, listen, listen. No, no. Here's the thing. I'm not saying agree with it. What I'm saying is like, what I'm saying is like, the Rome is viewed as this outstanding empire. When the famous saying is like, Rome wasn't built in the day, right? It's supposed mm-hmm. to be the most famous empire as far as philosophy goes, as far as architecture goes, literature, everything. However. They was wilding, like, but it was a different time. Like, so, but you're talking about in a whole different world. Maybe that's just how they live. And they're like, what do you mean gay? Like, no, nah, we just live. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. we have, okay. we're, 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 we're so far removed. It's like, bruh, it's like slavery. Like 200 years ago, people just walk around like, hey, what's up, nigger? Hey, how's it going? Like, how's your day? I'm good. You know, got, got a couple laughs from the back. All right, man, you'll get some sleep in like 24 hours. I'll talk to you soon, boss. That was just regular. Really? So... <laughs> <laughs> it was just regular, man. So I get it. That's actually that's a fire bar, though. That's a good point. Yeah. Maybe it's just regular there. Who knows? Yeah, y'all don't know. Knows, y'all man. don't know. And honestly, I heard that he was, and then after I read more into this, it's not even that he's just gay, he's bisexual. So it's like, you know, I mean, hey, it is what it is. You know what? You want me. I you know what I'll say this. You want me. I shouldn't care about this. I don't have no care about this. I'm not even gonna watch it anyway or read the comic strip now. Kiss my ass. And, and it's I not because to- of that. It's not because of that. It's because I really... Superman movies has not even... The last Superman... Not one. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think it was... Honest, honestly, I think maybe in a way... Maybe it's maybe this isn't maybe this isn't to like to force woke coach culture on nobody, but maybe it may just be a Hail Mary because he him being the first superhero is dope. But after so much like technology and, and superheroes having like vulnerabilities and weaknesses and things they can't do, Superman almost looks corny right right it's like it's 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 why it's almost why it's why like a lot of adults it's why people go to disneyland when they have kids but actual adults don't really go to disneyland unless you're like one of those adults that's in a disney no judgment but other adults aren't just going to disney like this is hella cool like big ass mice big ass ducks rides it's the happiest place on earth <sighs> that's not real like yeah Superman's the same way. Like he's an invincible man. He's just invincible. Fly. He's super fast. That's boring. But everybody shit. has. But everybody has kryptonite. Everybody. All the right. super villains have kryptonite. Go, oh, oh, that do what you eat. Kryptonite fool. <laughs> I gotta fight that. that. That's how. But think about like that's how that's how uncreative that that superhero was. Like let's make him completely invincible. All right, now what? Or right, let's make a stone. Could we do? We can't just make it so that he can't fly. Now nah, give him everything. And then make a stone that he can't be around. All you, gotta do is, be. all you gotta do is go to the mall, get some Krypton earrings, put them in your ears for Claire's. You can rob all the banks. Listen, right. this is where we at right now. Some people will call it cuffing season, but like it's cancel season right now. Del, I, for me, I mean, for me, it's been pumpkin spice latte rizzy season because I've been sober October. But I mean, yeah, October yeah. been October been scary for a lot of people. Del, October been real scary for your man's John Gruden. Del, town business. Town business. Town business. Let me give y'all a little bit of background. Um, some emails leaked regarding some racial things that I'm not I'm not gonna say racial, I'll say discriminatory things that uh John yeah. Gruden has said. The reason why they had leaked was because there was a lawsuit going against going against the Washington football team from uh like toxic business environments from like 2010. So people were digging through old emails from back in the day that they found some emails from 2010. 
where John Gruden said that Demoris Smith has lips the size of Michelin tires. Demoris Smith is an African American um, ex uh, U.S. attorney that is head of the players' union for the NFL, and he also um, he also is like a huge deal and like beefs with Gruden and beefs with like uh, the owners and coaches here and there because of like collective bargaining. He also uh, released the e- we also released the email calling John Gruden the the F word, uh, the FGT word. Um, the interesting thing about this is that <laughs> interesting about this, like the emails that dropped, the emails dropped on like a Thursday or whatever, right? And everybody talked, people talked about it, and they had a game. He had a game to coach on Sunday because the Raiders were playing. So people were like, oh yeah, he's gonna kill coach the game. You know, he just just the email, like you know, we can't really say this is racism. He just said that his lips are the same size as those, and uh, but black, but black, the black people big lip trope is old. But he didn't say black guy. He just said he has big lips, like. John Gruden's lips look like razors. All these excuses as to why John Gruden won't get fired for this thing, right? Particularly Stephen A. Smith and other people. Uh, several days later, I mean, on the, I believe Monday or over the weekend, they found the email where he called John Gruden a faggot. And then after that, it was like, yo, he's got to go. So, Dell, I'm asking you this, right? <laughs> I'm asking you this. And then this is collected. This is probably, this is in a way connected to what Dave Chappelle said during a special when he talks about how the baby murked somebody in Walmart. But he made... um he made some ignorant statements on stage regarding AIDS and gay people, which was really like so weird. So it's such a weird statement to say that I don't even really understand how you get canceled over it. But anyway, it's like, oh no, I'll tell you in a second. But it's like, but Dave Chappelle basically said like, you can kill a nigga in Walmart, but whatever you do, don't hurt a gay person's feelings. So this John Gruden email is like, you can say whatever you want about a black guy, but just don't call John Gruden something that he's not even close to. I mean, I don't know what John Gruden right. do. I know he has a family and he's he's head of the NFL, but he's a straight man. So my question is, Dale, is this a timing thing where they just had to have him coach this game because you don't really fire people over the weekend when it comes to NFL? Or, Dale, was it the gay slur that moved the needle? It's definitely the gay slur that moved the needle, man. Ooh, um, tell me why. I'm, I'm, I, I got a little bit of context. So I do feel okay. like this, right? I got, I, I, I'm, I'm about to be kind of the devil advocates on both ends, though. So okay. in a way, I do feel like sometimes we as the black community are quick to get mad about things that are said about us however our leaders and you know our comedian leaders our 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 entertainers they go out we they make fun of white people all the time they talk about white people having small asses small lips they you know they clown on how they talk it's always something right and they never get canceled for that right and i'm not saying that they should but i'm saying for this man to come out and say, oh, yeah, you know, something that, you know, has been said, like you said, been said for years. Oh, he has missed. I don't think he should have gotten in trouble for that. I feel like if it was any email, we don't need to uproar a whole bunch of stuff for it, right? However, I do feel like him saying that about, you know, using the, use, using, using the word fag in an email and things like that, that's also not nothing to go crazy over. I don't feel right. like... I don't feel like either of these statements were nothing to go crazy over. It's a whole bunch of stuff. And a lot of times, and I'm kind of tired of walking around. And I mean, me as a, as a, as a straight man, whether I'm black, whatever I am, you know what I'm saying? Well, I'm black y'all, but just, it just in general, I'm just tired of, we got to walk on eggshells or be careful about what we say about people and things like that. Not saying that we should just be reckless with what we say and, and, and call people, you know, these, these racial slurs and things like that but i'm saying we got to get to the point where we're not 
so much in like, oh, we're afraid to say this, or we can't talk about anyone's characteristics. You know, I said, yeah, right now, I got a cousin, I got a cousin and an uncle. They both got big, huge Michelin lips. And you know what I'm saying? And for them, they love their big, huge Michelin lips. They don't mind it. They, they'll tell you some stuff like, yeah, but the ladies love it. You know what I mean? And that's literally what my man could have said. Hey, but my wife love it. You know what I'm saying? And it would have been over, right? It would have been laughed off and things like that. Thing about it is, though, in this PC culture, you know what I'm saying? It's like, the reason why I said this is the needle that moves is because sometimes, like, it, black people have to, we're still going to the thing where we're still at, like, the things that have happened to our to our ancestors historically, we're getting told to just let that go. With the things that have happened to innocent victims, um, innocent, in, innocent black being shot by the police or told to just let that go and all of this other stuff. But when it comes to, when it comes to the community or, or the gay community or the LGBTQ community, it's like we, and it, it they, they don't, they're never told to just let it go. Everyone arises up, everyone. And I feel like sometimes to the point where it's the, the LGBTQ community has more, they're, I don't know how to really say this, but they're they're more victimized as they become more victims than even women. Like like we'll care more about the fact of how a gay man may feel than a woman getting slapped almost. You know what I'm saying? It's like a gay man can damn near go slap, but she should have been more aware of him. Like she should care. Like he's going through a lot. He's not accepted. You know how many people accept gay people? You know how many people show love to gay people? You know how many gay people are in well, great jobs? None of them are oppressed. I mean, none of them are nothing. Like, they're not getting redlined. They can't, you know, they can go out and buy any home. We need to stop acting like they are so oppressed. That's the problem. In this community, we look at gay people as though they're, like, oppressed. Like, they're not getting their rights or their rights are them. They're able to get married now. You know what I'm saying? They're able to, you know, adopt children. They're able to to have, most of them have great jobs and have well off money because guess what? They ain't got no kids. They ain't got to worry about none of that stuff. They're able to go and have amazing lives, live in dope lofts and dope houses and live anywhere. And most of the time they're exceptionally great workers because when they work, you know what I'm saying? They don't have all of that other responsibility that comes along with, with not saying normal, because I don't want to identify them as not being normal, but what is in a normal relationship or a normal man and woman per se, like a, a a straight man or a straight woman, they don't have to go through those kind of things. Like, you know, gay is accepted everywhere. You know, I mean, not everywhere. I mean, I know there's some countries that don't accept that, but just saying in the U.S., it's accepted. So we need to stop acting like they're so oppressed. They got a whole pride, and it goes not even to the point where it's like a pride in, let me tell you this right now. There ain't no thing that for a black community where you can go and say in every city, they do a, they do a parade for black people. Literally, pride is a parade in every city. This New York Pride, San Francisco Pride, Costa Rica Pride, da, 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 da. you know, it's pride everywhere. But when it comes out, we, we, we get one month. You know what I'm saying? One month, the shortest month. And I'm not saying that we need to be oppressed about that. I mean, you know, great, we got a month. And I know that Black culture is, of course, you know, very huge and things like that. But still, sometimes it's like we give down, like, like gay people have just been, like, so stripped of their rights and so this and this. And sometimes I'm kind of like, we need to stop that, like, you know, we need to stop. We, 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 we need to get out of that, like treating them like they're babies. Like they're strong people. They've been through a lot. They And sometimes they're, you know what I'm saying? They're discriminating too. 
you know, I've been around gay people and they treat I've been around areas where it's been a majority of gay people and they treat you like shit because you ain't gay. You know what I'm saying? Like you're straight. You know, they could talk to you any kind of way. It's almost like a fat girl, it's almost like a fat girl clowning clowning a skinny girl and to that skinny girl be like, that's why you no, you call me fat, you know I big bone did, and then it's all bad. Right? So we need to stop that. We need to, we need to stop this like fake, like, like make like immediately jump in there to victimize them. And and like, and I mean by that is just because I know that there are a lot of supporters, like maybe their brother's gay or things like that. Like what we should be fighting over is maybe a cancer victim getting made fun of. Maybe somebody with AIDS getting made fun of, something like that. Like you short AIDS ass. Like, I mean, to me, that would be her. Like we say AIDS, we talk about cancer being bald, like cancer, all that stuff. Like in that case, let's stop making fun of those people because those people are the people that go through stuff. You know what I'm saying? They people ain't going through nothing. Dang. You know what I mean? What? You chose this life. Or it, and I'm not going to say it's all they chose. I know some people, they, they feel as though that, that that's just who they was. But that's who you is. Live that life. You know what I'm saying? As a black man, I know for a fact there's going to be, there's a whole bunch of people that don't like me. As a gay person, you need to realize that too. So I know people are going to say slurs. I, I'm pretty sure it's a bunch of emails of, you know, this and that about black people. But like sometimes I just think we're just too sensitive to what gay people go through and half of the shit ain't even nothing not gonna ain't no gay people getting hung i'm not saying that they haven't but i'm saying at this particular moment there's not gay there's there's not police ain't jumping out on you gay bow shoot you oh you did that like and you know what i'm saying we ain't we ain't gay men getting shot down by the police we ain't got none of that you know what i'm saying so we need to stop with all of this extraness into it i'm not saying that they don't deserve anything i'm not saying that people should just go around disrespecting gay people i'm not saying any of that what i'm saying is this we need to stop being so sensitive and jumping on everyone every time that they make us swear about the about 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 people. That's just how they feel. And if somebody gonna feel that way, that's how they gonna feel. We we cool with that when we cool with that with how how we still talk about historically about how the Ku Klux Klan. At one point in the month, Ku Klux Klan was really something that you can get recruited for. Like it was a social club. You know what I'm saying? Now we're at this point where, yeah, the Ku Klux Klan is bad and things like that, but still people, they don't idiots like, oh, you part of Ku Klux Klan? Some areas, Ku Klux Klan is cool. You okay? <laughs> <laughs> It's just the cool Klux Klan. <laughs> it's cool Klux Klan. So, I mean, yeah, man, I, I, I feel like I feel like, I feel like it sucks. I feel like it sucks for Gruden. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like also, too, if he wasn't winning, maybe this wouldn't have been a bigger deal. The Raiders were doing pretty good. Now you're like, oh, 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 2010, you said this. It's kind of like the same thing with with, with with Kevin Hart. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I said this back in there. Stop going over it. What somebody said so many years ago and just bringing up all of this stuff to try, try to tarnish their careers as they moving up. Because this stuff, if you really was that tripping in 2010, y'all should have brought it up. But like, it's like, I would be hella mad if somebody went back 2010 and was like, you said this on Facebook, fam. So that means, like, guess what you feel like? People have the ability to change. Stop trying to look for things to make them sound like that's who they is because you found something in the past. That was 10 years ago, 11 years ago. Let that go, man. And he said this 11 years. We don't need to cancel him. We don't need to let him go for that. You know, I just think it's crazy. Nah, bro, you make a... um You make a pretty strong argument. Um, It's interesting what you said. I have to, uh, I have to disagree on one thing you said. Uh, you were like it would. You you said it wouldn't. You said it wouldn't be a big deal if he was winning. Actually, you know what's wild is that it it's like oh. it makes it it makes that it's even it makes it that the fact that he's winning and got fired means that it's really serious. Because if he was losing, it'd have been nothing. Like 
all right, you're not even doing what you're supposed to be doing. Like, you got to get out of here. Like, with the, like, just just like with Urban Meyer in the Jacksonville Jaguars, he got caught with a girl twerking on him in the bar, and the Jaguars mm-hmm. aren't doing well. So they're like, hey, what about his wife? He's a misogynist, all this stuff. But if he was winning, they could just laugh it off. Like, oh, Urban Meyer, you're getting in the bar. Because you want to keep your winning coach. Like, they signed they signed John Gruden for $100 million for 10 years. And after, after, he, after the 10 years, he's supposed to have, like, part ownership of the team. So, like, yeah. They're in and they're and they were three and, and they're three and two. Like, so yeah. it's like that's why when they interviewed Mark Davis, like Mark Davis, how you feel about the thing? Mark Davis said, quote, uh, I don't know, ask the NFL, they have all the answers. Because Mark Davis didn't want to fire his coach from something that happened 10 years ago. I do agree with you on this part though, Dale. When you say, bro, like y'all looking at emails from like 10 years ago about people, and it's like, bro, like you made it, people change. That's 11 years ago. And the thing is. The thing is, when it comes, and the thing, the cold part is, right, when you talk about comedians, people saying things, it's like, Damon Wayans has talked about, like, feeling like he can't do comedy anymore. Eddie Murphy has had to apologize for all did. So we all know that the F word wasn't what it was in, like, in uh, 11 years ago. I'm even saying right. the F word. Y'all can read, y'all can ask one of our, y'all can ask one of me and Dale's good, good brothers, Obi-Wan, the disrespectful things that we text each other every couple of days for no reason for no reason i wake up at 8 a.m and just disrespect like <laughs> like hey man how you doing oh why man you yep. know how it is you got something fairy like we get down but if you went through yep. those text messages from like 15 years ago we wouldn't be allowed to have phones so it's just really exactly. interesting you could dig back and dig back from people's past like that and the thing that's ugly to me Dale, you know what's so cold bro like i understand that I don't blame, like, well, no one's to blame, but, like, I don't blame Gruden, and, like, I don't blame, like, I don't blame, like, the victims. You know, I blame, bro, I, I low-key, like, I low-key blame investigative journalism. I'm gonna tell yeah. you why, because, like, when it comes to, like, like, I get it, like, when y'all find out that, like, when y'all find the cigarette companies knew that cigarettes caused cancer and just hit it, okay, got it. But, like, this this is your job <laughs> like this is your job to like dig deep like even if you dig in deep to find out how toxic the washington football team is 10 years ago they were called the redskins so what does that tell you right like the whole point even and it's so Dale, it's so weird how like david david chappelle talks about people hijacking our movements right so george floyd being murdered in the street we got um like, I mean, some justice, and we got Juneteenth, and a few been like now the Atlanta baseball team is called the uh, the Guardians, and there's a Washington football team. So now, because of that movement and them having to change their name, you guys are digging back to find out how toxic it was in 2010, all to just end up, all to just end up firing John Gruden. He didn't even coach Washington, <laughs> he don't got nothing to do with them at all. So, like, what are you doing? But that's your job to dig deep. And I, here's my thing, Dill. You know, I always wonder about, I always wonder about the bread, right? Dill, I want to know. You tell me if I'm wrong, bro. You, I want to know if John Gruden got that call and was like, "Look, bro. So, we found some emails, bro. We know that you coaching the Raiders and y'all doing cool. Y'all in Vegas right now. Y'all got the new stadium, feel me? And uh, you know, we know you're worth a hundred million. We got these emails where we could bury this. We could bury this for one hundred fifty thousand. How you feel? And Dale, do you think that call was ever made, or do you think John the call was never made, or do you think John Gruden just said, "No, you're not fit to do that to me. I'm John Gruden. I do what I want to do." I think John Gruden, as Chucky said, "No, I like, fuck y'all. I'm, I'm doing what I want to do." 
Straight and up. just retire. I, I, I literally think that I think that, I mean, yeah, I think he could have easily paid this off. Got okay. this out of the way. So I think like, he probably was like, bro, y'all not about to like have this over my head. You know what I'm saying? He just, he's a hardball like that. He's not going to allow people. It doesn't seem like that to me. Like there's some people I'd be like, bro, you know what I mean? Like he could have like, they, 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 you know, he could have probably paid this off, but I just feel like he could have easily got himself out of this, out of this trouble. Um, and and you just by throwing some money at it. I mean, that's what people do. They throw money and stuff to get out of it. So I feel like he stood his ground. Like y'all, because nowadays it's like, they'll do that. They'll, you know what I'm saying? They'll find some information on you and just hover it over your head. And then that one, that $150,000 just got to be monthly now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need that hundred. Yeah. Like, you know, I'll, I'll drop it. I'll drop it. I'll tell the world, you know what that'll do to your career. Like, so like, let me, yo, let me, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Two years, Two years go by, you popping like, like mm-hmm. Dell Television is like popping about Dell Time, produce producer studios is popping. You worth, bro, like a smooth like twenty five million in three years, and they'd be like, yo, Dell, we know you about to release that remake of uh, Fresh Prince of Manteca with the kid that moves back and forth to Oakland and Manteca, and we know you got 10 episodes, pilot shows, Netflix, but bro, like we found this email that you sent. While you was working, at, we found a text message you sent to a coworker while he was working at Winco, and this is some very disparaging words you said to this woman. This text, this text message is real long. This is about four hundred and fifty characters of Dale Flames. Listen, man, we can get you the phone, and we we can get you the phone in this rent slide up phone with a bad camera. We can get you both phones, bro. It's gonna be a smooth two hundred twenty five thousand. Dale, I mean, Mister Montague, this is something that you willing to do? Yep. <laughs> Hell yeah. Nah, I'm gonna tell you why I'm gonna pay it though. Just because of the simple fact, bro, like they're gonna drag you under the mud, bro. And I I I I, I realize that a lot, bro, is because even with this, see, see, here's the thing about John the John Groom. One, he's a white man. You know what? Pretty soon this will get buried under the thing. Me being a black man, they're gonna bring that nice. shit every they gonna bring that shit every time that they mention my name. Look at Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd can't, you know what I'm saying? Jason Kidd is amazing. They still talking about some shit. What Jason Kidd did years ago. Every time he gets right. up and ready for another coaching job, oh, 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 you know what he did though. Remember that one time? You know what he did with what? Like it's like, damn, bro. Like he's an amazing coach. They'll give, you know what I'm saying? They'll give a bum off the street a coaching job, a head coaching job before they give it to Jason Kidd. So you know what I'm saying? At least with a good team, at least with a good team that he could probably like do some great shit with. So um, I just feel like, bro, I feel like I would I would pay that, and and especially because they're giving me the phone. So after that moment, he ain't gonna do shit. I mean, y'all might have a printout, but then I could just be like, "But they lying, <laughs> right? For real." <laughs> but because in there, because bro, hey, you make a good point. Here's the thing: like, even with John Gruden, the thing happened with John. This happened with John Gruden, right? And it's like, all right, well, I'll resign, bro. I'm not gonna hide it. It's gonna blow over in a couple of years. They'll have him back on TV, like announcing, because that's what he was doing before he came to the Raiders. Anyway, they'll right. just give him some time and it'll go away. It's similar, similar to other people that have said like wild stuff. You just sit back for a minute, like the dude. They're ready for like, are you ready for are you ready for some football, dude? From back in the day, day, are you ready for some football? That dude, he was caught on tape saying like saying Obama. Um, I think he's saying like Obama's Hitler. He got caught saying something. So, uh, Monday Night Football got rid of him for all of Obama's term. And then once Obama was once once the eight years was up, they brought him back in. 
So you just sit back for a minute. And you're right, bro. As a white dude, he's gonna bounce back like, oh, we expect him to we expect him to be bigger than anyway, because he's a white dude and whatever, and then it just go away. For you, if you got caught, he'd be like, Dale wasn't protecting women, Dale wasn't protecting black black women, but the woman he texts was white. Dale dating outside his race, but his wife's outside his race. Dale just Dale chasing white women in Winco. Like Dale yeah. used to work at Winco. Oh, they would destroy you forever. And that like and, and, and it wouldn't even be and the crazy thing about it is it wouldn't even be the opposite race to me. It's gonna be my own race. That's gonna be the ones that's gonna be the ones still remembering that shit. Like, you know, no, no, fuck with him though. Cause you remember when he said this? Like, <laughs> I don't fuck with him though. Right. But he, he did hella shit. He gave blood to black students. He 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 donated money, put 30 million black kids in, not 30 million, but put 300, 300,000 kids in, 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 in black colleges, did all of this. But man, he just said that shit in Rico film, and I just don't fuck with him. I feel like he be doing that shit to cover it up. Like, that's, all they, that's all they talk about. That's all they talk about. I, all right, so speaking of like, speaking of, <laughs> that's funny, man. We say speaking of like your own people, right? Um, yeah. Too short basically had to apologize for being canceled, being nearly canceled by his own people. Uh, town business, too short. And yeah. he basically he said that um, he was saying that he likes light skin, light skin people for the most part and talked about how like light skin babies look like this. He prefers light skin babies. And just, and he was like, he basically was like, oh, in the Bay Area, we don't have that colorism stuff. Like everybody mixed, you know, we don't really, it don't really matter. Now, a lot of times when somebody of like dark complexion says they prefer light skin people or whatnot, it's like viewed as colorism and self-hate and all this other stuff. But Dale, when I first heard these quotes, I was like, damn, first of all, first of all, I was shocked they got too short to apologize. But too short to have peace with himself. He an OG, like whatever. He don't mind apologizing. He's a grown man. But the thing that made me think, Dale, I was like, damn, bro. He's right, though. Like, in the Bay Area, everybody's so mixed. First of all, everybody in the Bay Area say, nigga, so if you go to, you can go to an In-N-Out and the manager be white. He'd be like, yo, animal sauce, my nigga. And you'd be like, all right, bet. Um, mm -hmm. But I was like, damn, we don't even have, we don't even have, like, we don't even trip off, like, colorism in the Bay Area. You could be like, damn, y'all gonna make some cute-ass babies. Like, damn, ain't that light-skinned girl fine as hell? Like, yep. but not be like, oh, that darkity, black, chocolatey, it's not like that. It's just like, oh, y'all about to make some cute ass Karen, but that's just what you say. That's how we talk out there. Is now exactly. did you ever think about that before this thing, or did you just trip off of that recently? Man, I just tripped off of that recently, mainly because living in LA, you know what I'm saying? Like it is so it is so segregated, right? Like oh. you know what I mean? Like because of a lot of the stuff is like gang culture and you know what I'm saying, a lot of that stuff because there's Hispanic gangs, there's black gangs, there's you know, Crips and Bloods and all those things matter. But in the Bay, it's like, it's just neighborhood-based. Like, yo, I'm from this area. He from this area. That's my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just how it rocks, right? And you're right. Like, for us, for us, even as, even as, um, as black men, yeah, I mean, like, she had a fine white-skinned girl. That shit meant something. Like, oh, she likes me. Like, you almost, you almost would be so proud to tell whoever you're telling, like, friends, family about your, you know, a girl that you met. Like, oh, it's like, the winning touch is, and bro, she mixed. Oh, for real? Oh, yeah, I know she bad. You know what I'm saying? That's just how we think. You know what I mean? So for him to have to get on and apologize about that, first off, it killed me. Not it killed me, because you're right. He's a grown man. He want to probably go ahead. I know he's been pushing into his 50s. So it's like, probably want to like keep his reputation alive. And, and being smart, probably knowing, like, bro, they're going to drag me down the mud on this shit. I don't, you know, I have a great career, but I'm also a person who is, you know what I'm saying? I'm not. I don't have new music to keep me alive. You know what I mean? Like if you, because you, we, we talked about this before, like if you got great music, it don't matter really what you say. I mean, example, the baby, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, it don't really matter. Like, you, you could always bounce back if you got great music and people love your music. You know, R. Kelly's music eventually fell off. So people was like, yo, fuck it, you got to go down. So it's like, for him, he, he, he's not really producing music like that. He's not putting music out and things like that. But the thing that got to me was, is how y'all so mad at him when he's the one who coined the word bitch? He coined it. <laughs> He coined right. it. He coined it. Dave Chappelle got my rich bitch, got it from me. He made $50 million. I'm proud of you, G. Like, he made that word, bro. Like, he made it. Like, we were saying it, but ain't nobody said it like how they say it now. How to a bitch? I literally watched that. Be like, What's two short favorite word? Bitch? So, why are we tripping about what kind of women he likes? He's already told you he's a pimp. He told you that he fucked women all the time. And so now, what does it matter? He, if you ever listen to, and this goes to show me that people who just jump on stuff, they don't really listen. They don't really go back. and like, Now, if you want to go back before reporting something or getting mad at somebody, well, go back to their history. If you listen all to right. Freaky Tales, Freaky Tales, or you listen to any Two Shorts music, he talks about women all the time. He talks about their skin tone. He talks about, you know, what makes them bad, what doesn't make them bad. So why do y'all care? If that's what he liked, that's what he liked. We need to stop that. And it's the thing of where it's like, oh, he don't like full-on black women, so he just doesn't, he doesn't support black culture. Don't y'all realize if somebody's mixed, it doesn't matter because the way that the world protects them anyway is that they black. I'm black. I'm, I'm, I'm a mixed individual. Y'all don't look at me like, oh, he's this. Y'all look at me and say, he's black. doesn't matter. I go to a job, they be like, he's black. We got our 1% black people that we need. We good. We ain't got to hire no more. So you know what I'm saying? Like, like that's what I mean, but stop doing that, man. We, we're at this point where every time somebody says something, and, and like I said, it's our own people. It's our own people who jump on that. It's you know we the ones who jump on it and be like, oh, he didn't he didn't represent us enough. It like nappy hair. Like if the men don't like nappy hair, fine. Now I'm gonna start getting at people like that. Now if I see these people out there, the same people be saying this, getting that. Sorry, the same people that get that too short about what he don't like, right? Be the same people would be like, yo, I'm not gonna date her because she's fat, or I'm not gonna date him because he broke. I'm not gonna date him because right. he got an ugly face. So you're not so so we we it's okay to to internally have these thoughts about what we don't like about somebody because and, and, and the reason why we won't go forward, they could be the nicest person in the world, but you might not date them because they don't have the certain aesthetic that you expect for them. So him being direct about what he likes, shit, all the light-skinned women, all the mixed women should be lining up if they want to get with short nails. Like, oh, I like short. I didn't know he liked light skinned girls. You know what I'm saying? But if he had said something like, Oh, I love chubby women, y'all wouldn't be harassing him. Like all fat girls, the skinny girls ain't gonna be coming out talking about he, he disrespecting skinny girls. Like stop that shit, man. That shit's stupid to me. Yeah, no, it, no, it's 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 very much silly. And the, you know what? The interesting thing is, is it's so it's so uh, it's it's so weird how we take we take truth out of music when we want to take truth out of music, and then only we so we we don't really listen to people's music, but we listen to their words, or we don't really listen to their words, but we listen to their music. So what I mean by that is like too short has made it very. Like he is like too short. Um, too short is culture, first of all. And but exactly. too short has made it clear like he's a he's like a beast misogynist forever. Mm -hmm. So for him to be like, yo, this is what I like. Now it's like, how dare he say that now? But like, here's the thing: I haven't heard a Lil Wayne interview where he said like I prefer light skinned girls. But Lil mm -hmm. Wayne is always talking about a bad yellow bitch. Keep my passenger seat warm. Like Lil Wayne That's has right. Lil Wayne has a song called Redbone. Lil Wayne has a song called Light Skin. But he's never said that directly. But he says in all of his music. But if he said it one day, people would be like, oh, I can't believe Lil Wayne said that. But he's never said that in an interview. But you know, what, you know what Lil Wayne has said? I like, BM, I, I like BBWs. I love BBWs. I prefer them. That's what he said. Nobody harassed him. Nobody jumped on him. Right. Because <laughs> That's a great point. Like, nobody.
no, so that, no, that's, that's that's what I'm saying. Like we, that's that's why that's why the cancel the cancel gang is so the cancel gang is so it's so trill because it gets to a point where like I I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example, right? Like yesterday, yesterday, uh, yesterday I had my um uh, my first paid show ever. Thank you very much. And um, hey. this dude, I was chilling before the show, and I like this bandana on. Dude was like, ah, hey man, you look like Frank Ocean, ha ha ha. And in my mind, I was like, bro. I haven't been called I and I guess he thought he was roasting me but I haven't been called a skinny celebrity <laughs> like 20 years. So I was like, cool, like people have told me I look like a mammal that should be in the ocean, but I never been called Frank Ocean. So maybe he thought it was a diss and like and then later on while I was doing my stand up I was like, hey, shout out to Homeless Joe Button cuz he looked like Homeless Joe Button. Maybe he <laughs> found that as a compliment. But it's just in, it's interesting. Maybe he like found, it, he left the he left the club and was like, mm, he got me. He know exactly what I was going for. Stupid. <laughs> 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 right. So <laughs> yeah, same thing. Right. So it's like he's like, damn, and nobody, nobody. He's like, damn, nobody ever called me a lyricist before. So yeah, maybe right. maybe he felt that too. But the thing is, like, it would be like if I was like, let's say I was, uh, let's say I was like some closeted individual, right? And then dude called me Frank Ocean. I'm like, I'm like, oh, Frank Ocean's a, a gay R&B singer. Why would that person say that about me? Like, damn, like, you know, I'm going to go on Twitter and say you shouldn't judge people by the way they look or some shit like that. And then if dude was popping, I could have got him canceled for, like, saying some shit that I didn't take in a particular way. But exactly. for this particular thing, it's like, oh, well, you can say you like BBW. But if you if I love, like, I hate BBWs, they'd be bad for you. Like, All it's bad. just, it's a really, it's Lizzo a, would be at his helmet. Lizzo. Yeah, Tough. The, I mean, she 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 was in a position just recently where she showed up wearing this like see through dress. Um, mm -hmm. she's like essentially like naked under her dress for like Cardi B's birthday party, and you know people were like, "Yo, go her. She's so strong." And other people were like, "She looks disgusting." So we dealt with that again, you know. But if you don't look at, if you don't want to look at her, don't look at her. However, at the same time, don't be somebody that's like, "Yo, go Lizzo," and then also be like, "Uh, Kim Kardashian's body is so fake." It can't be both. You can't. Exactly. You can't. You the thing is like y'all the thing is like if you're if you're body positive, cool. If you just enjoy BBWs and say that, but don't be like I'm all in the body positivity and then clown a girl with a with a fake body and then diss somebody because they be in the gym all the time. If you're mm -hmm. pro if you're pro choice, cool. But don't tell me that like I gotta get a shot. Just say you're pro abortion because we mm. use these we we use these broad broad statements as though we use these broad statements as argumentative points so that you can say something but it doesn't really make sense same thing if like same thing you'd be like yo yo like i'm pro-life but i don't want to get vaccinated like no just say like you're anti-abortion don't say you're pro-life because if you say you're pro-life and this vaccine is supposed to save lives and you won't go get it then you're not pro-life so right. like it's like nigga i love lasagna i'm pro i'm pro I, I love italian food i'm pro italian food but pizza can go to hell. No, nigga, you just really like spaghetti. Like, that's and that's it. okay to say. It's completely fine. But I think people get caught up in like these whack ass argument points. Like, respect women always. But Kim Kardashian could suck it. Like, what? Like, what are you talking about? Oh, I don't know, man. I really, I to me, to me, like, I the reason why I respect two, uh, the reason why I'm not very mad about two shorts of pause. You, I'm not like that shook by this because two short was really like that's how we talk here. And my where I'm from, this is what we do. I didn't. I, I my intention wasn't hurt none of y'all, but this is what we do here. Like he didn't walk all of his statement back. He wasn't like going forward. I'm gonna make sure I love, love, love darker women more than like no. But the baby as a rapper, 
he had to be like, I didn't mean to say that. No, it's a rap concert. He should be to, honestly, here's the thing. The baby should be able to say whatever he wants. You want to know why? Because we watched the whole verses of Gucci Mane making fun of murdering someone. And, and it was cool. And, and laughed. So let's stop with stop. Stop. So, so Dale, to come full circle, bro, I agree with you on like, on that on John Gruden's things to me, it wasn't a big deal on either end. That and that's no. and the baby, this is a the baby rap concert. That don't that look here's bro, it, it would be different. It would be different if the rap concert required a vaccination card. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, the crowd the concert didn't even require a card. So yeah, or a yeah, mask. yeah, yeah or a like mask. bro, like do you really even care about life? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm saying that I'm saying that as an unvaccinated person, like our rights are different. Like we unvaccinated, we don't really get to go places and complain. They're like, all we got is cheese pizza, but I want pepperoni. They only got pepperoni for vaccinated people. All right, but give me the cheese. Uh, Actually, we out of cheese. All we got are crust that vaccinated people had. We got crust from vaccinated people's pizza. All right, bro, I'll take the crust then. And there's booboo on it. Come on, bro, there's booboo on it. Peace. All right, man. Fuck. Just species on your pizza, like this the species special. Like, I don't want this. <laughs> That's what you get for being on back. You're gonna eat it and you're gonna enjoy it. While we're Love on it. talk taking things so personally, um, hold up, man. Let me just let me tell you something real quick. Real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. If y'all made it this far, y'all really messed with us. Hey man, I missed you, B. I missed you, hey. man. This is oh, we at we we're we at the end of the episode. So so, <laughs> so man, like I missed you, bro. I'm glad that you're here. So while we're into taking things personally, it, well, let me give you a little bit of background. Finally, finally, Kyrie Irving decided to speak up. He was like, yo, y'all, this is what's happening with me. Um, I'm not really anti-vax. I'm just trying to just, I'm just like not playing for like, I'm trying to just, you know, stand up for the people that had to take the vaccine um, and stand up for people that, you know, are losing their jobs over it. I'm not trying to retire. I love to play the game. I'm not going to stop me playing the game. I just don't know what I'm going to do. For the most part, uh, I did didn't plan on taking it. I was told I would be exempt, and now we got to take it. So I just don't know what's going on. That's it. He said all of that in 15 minutes. That was it. But Dale, there's still the sports media is still taking it personally. Dale, why are people taking this so personally? This is the thing I don't understand. This is where I don't. I don't know why they're taking it so personally. But this is what I really don't understand. Right. First off, Kyrie is just like the rest of us in this freaking world. Nobody knows. Everyone is still like, even people who got the vaccination is still like, I don't even know if. I should have took it. Like some people are like that. Some people are happy. Some people are like, "Yes, I got that vaccine. I'm never going. You know, I'm, 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 I'm in full force. If COVID, if I get COVID, I'm a, you know, I got, I got the things that help me fight it. But some people are like, "Yo, I'm not for sure. I just took it just because, you know, because honestly, I didn't want to get, I didn't want people to say I didn't take it. You know what I mean? And because he's taking time to think about his decision before he decides when he puts it in his body. Stop roasting this man. Stop giving him a hard time. He's young. He's a young individual. This isn't a man who lived crazy amount of years. Y'all teaching him like he's 80 years old and should be just making decisions on at a whim. As soon as they say that, that he should do it. So it's it's y'all don't want him to have a slave mind, but y'all want him to act like a slave when y'all tell him to do something. Right. Bars. So it's like it's like we gotta stop that, man. Like if the man wants to tell y'all, like, hey, I, I want to think it through before I do something, it's like marriage. If your man wasn't like, so you, you dating her, you gotta marry her right away. Like, no, you don't. Like, I'm gonna take it slow. I'm gonna see what happens. I'm <laughs> no, you don't. If, like, I'm gonna I'm find out if she the one for me. You right. know what I'm saying? Maybe he's trying to figure that out. Like, is this for me? You know what I mean? Let me. You know what I'm saying? So, 
country, nothing like that. And I feel like the reason why they have so much hate and why they have and why they take so much stuff personal with Kyrie in general, I think it's because Kyrie is just one of those dudes you can't you can't push against the grain. You can't do it. You can't push against the grain. And the thing about it is, is, is that he does that. He pushes it against the grain. The world, the, the world's round in everyone else's eyes, but he sees it as flat. Fine. That's against the grain. You stupid, Kyrie. Hey, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't like being in Boston. They racist. You stupid, Kyrie. Like, hey, anything. I don't want to play with LeBron. You should play with LeBron. LeBron wins championships. You should play with him. You're stupid, Kyrie. Everything's stupid. And I think that's really where it stems from. It's because of the fact he he was one of the first players to be like, but I don't want to play with LeBron. And ever since then, they just hate him. That's what I think it is. I think they just hate him because he didn't want to play with LeBron. Imagine if he didn't want to play with Kobe, how would they would have did? He wouldn't even be in the league right now. So I just think that's really what it is. Like, he <laughs> nah, didn't want to play a with good, LeBron. That, <laughs> yeah, go, sorry, go, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, he didn't want to play with LeBron. So now it's just like all of this backlash just comes from that. It just still stemming from it's like your girlfriend just remembering that one time you text another chick and she just always got to bring it up to you. Like it's never like everything. Every argument really just bases around that. Like, like and you didn't want to play with LeBron. Like so it's just like you did this and you didn't want to play with LeBron. Like everything's gonna come back to that. So I just feel sorry. That's for exactly me. what it's. That's exactly what it's been, bro. They really be like that. We could see. Then we got to give LeBron more credit for dealing with him. But before when yeah. he. But the thing with the thing with Kyrie is Kyrie. It's so it's so wild to like see how people's minds should because when Kyrie dipped out of the Cavs, they were like, "Why are you leaving?" He's like, "It's just probably I need to do for myself." It's just somebody, but he he never he never said he never said because LeBron is gonna go to LA, so I don't want to be here. He never said he played it real cool, like it's just it's just for me. And then later on, he was like, "I didn't know what was gonna happen there, so I had to go." And that was it. So he played it hella professional, like, but they but they but they they're like he's just they're like, well, it must be LeBron must be doing something, and Kyrie's just crazy ungrateful. Just so grateful. He's like, no, I don't want to be stuck here because I knew what it was like before LeBron got here. It was cracking with him here. I got to leave before he leaves. It's that simple. And then, you know, the thing is, I think I think Kyrie is like, Kyrie is like, they say that he's a, uh, they, they talk a lot, like people try to like psychoanalyze him a lot or whatnot. And I hate to, I'm going to give, I'm going to give my flavor on that. I think people like compare Kyrie and Kobe and they're more similar um, than people seem to think. And I think that like, because, because uh, even though Kobe like spent a lot of time in Italy, like Kyrie was born in Australia. Kyrie has like dual citizenship because his dad played basketball, um, like in Australia. So he's been around basketball. Things are like bigger than basketball. Like mm-hmm. so, he he can, he has like a a wider a wider world view. People say things like you his third eye, huh? like no, his third eye is really open. Like he knows there's bigger things in basketball. The thing is like Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie is treated. Kyrie is treated. Just like Aaron Rodgers, except like Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks of all time. So, and he's won a Super Bowl, and you can't really name a lot of people on that team that won the Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. So Aaron Rodgers gets a different type of respect. But when Aaron Rodgers says things like, "Oh, well, there's bigger things in football," they don't. They look at him like, "What do you mean, like football, bro? You got to be like Tom Brady. You got to do or die." But it's different because he's still a quarterback, so he's highly respected. When Kyrie is like, "Yeah, man, like I love hoops, but..." I love ball, but you know, like this is my life. Like this is important. When oh no, he should just be ready to ride or die for. You see, LeBron, LeBron went got the vaccine. He's a spokesperson for the vaccine. Same respect for being like not even. I don't even want to say that we're open minded because it's a cheap word, but just for being like, no, I want to think about this. Dale, you made a great example of like you've been with that girl for two years. Oh no, you got to marry her. No, I don't, nigga. Like let's say you date, say you dating somebody, and they're like, all right, everybody can date. It's cool. 
And then some people were thinking like, man, I can't wait to marry you. I can't wait to marry. I can't wait to marry. I can't wait. And some people are like, we just dating. And then 2022 come and they make a new rule. Like anybody that you've been with for over six months, you got to marry them in the next six months. Uh, wait, what? Uh, wait, but I, I wasn't. Well, just do it. Everybody else is doing it. Nigga, I didn't plan on doing it to begin with. The reason why I use that example for the vaccine is like, ever since this shit happened, people were like, yo, I can't wait till the vaccine drop. I'm trying to be protected. I can't wait till it drop. If it drops tomorrow, I'm taking it. People yep. couldn't wait to take it before we even had it. I've always been like, I'm not going to take it till I want to take it, period. That's how I was moving. Then when it was like, yo, you got to take it, like, why have you done it? Because I didn't plan on doing it. So for him to be, and for the NBA to be 90% vaccinated, but the rest of the U.S. to be like 70% vaccinated, I don't see why Kyrie is being like villainized, vilified, if obviously he is part of a large minority within the U.S., we're at 27, 27% unvaccinated. So that's um over 25%. So why does what he why does this seem so why why are people in the sports media taking it so personal if he if he participates in a league that's over 90%, but he lives in a country that's at 27%? Obviously, something's going on. Like, and not I don't mean something going on, like I'm not foil hat Rizzy around. I'm just saying obviously people just want to think about it. I don't understand Message. what's wrong with that. Message, no. <laughs> message, right. me. straight up. Message, ain't nothing wrong with it, bro. And that's the thing is, like, I, I, I thought the thing is, is because we talked about this earlier. Sports outweighs almost anything. It's entertainment. Hey, you're you're not entertaining us. You're not entertaining <laughs> us. So you know what I'm saying. I gotta have a reason to hate you now because I'm not entertained. We expected Brooklyn Nets to do crazy things, and now we're not entertained. You know, we wanted you to come here and you're not entertaining us. So because of that, you're, you're, you're messing with my entertainment. So I'm going to blame whatever stuff that you say on that. But you might be sitting back without vaccinating your damn self. It's different for me because I work at home. He should be doing shit, though. <laughs> That's fact. That's a fact, bro. That's a good point because, look, right, you know for a fact, if we're at 27, we're at 73% vaccination, right? If he, everyone criticizing him, there's no way they're vaccinated. That's a good point, right. but it's only at 73%. Like, that's a good point, man. That's a good ass point. <laughs> Yo, motherfucker sitting over there talking about you. Yeah, he need to hurry up and get vaccinated. I'm trying to see the Brooklyn Nets win the championship. I'm trying to see them go against the Lakers. Like, that's the only reason why people are on him. If he played for any whack ass team that wasn't going to be winning no championship, nobody give a fuck. Nobody care. If he played for the, not the Grizzlies, but I was going to say, if he played for, what's a terrible team right now? I'm, I'm trying to think of a terrible team. It's, it's hard to think, but. Who's a terrible team right now? If you play for Pelican right now, if you play for the Pelican right now, nobody wouldn't even care. And they might care because Zion's on there, but he, he, they wouldn't care. They wouldn't give a fuck. Be like, it's cool. Fuck the Pelicans. They ain't going to a championship or a playoffs. Like, that's all it be. So. The, uh, you, know, you know, you make a you make a great point because uh, I, I'll tell you who doesn't care. Bradley Bill wasn't taking the vaccine. He was completely anti against the vaccine, did not take the vaccine. Um, nobody cared, and he he only yeah. he only he only made news uh, he only made news yesterday because he hurt his knee, and he'll be out now. So, and it's uh, because the Wizards are trash, hot <laughs> garbage. Take them out on Thursday, put them on the curb. That's why nobody cares. Billy will be driving like fifty. Nobody cares because he's playing for the Wizards. Now, if the Wizards was winning and they had LeBron, they'd be like, oh, he needs to take the vaccine. So he's putting the whole DC in trouble. This shit is crazy. That's how that'd be. So I don't even know. It's That's facts. It's, it's facts, bro. It's facts. And um, 
and and even with even with the Bradley Bill thing, like people are getting on his neck when it's like, oh, so. And then you have the Cavs like knee looked at. They're like, oh, so now he trusts science for his knee, but not for the vaccine. Like he doesn't, he doesn't, but he need, but he has to have someone look at his knee to continue his career, like it's required. He doesn't have to right. get a vaccine. Like it's these whack, these whack arguments coming. Anyway, bro, I got a, I got a question. From the listeners, bro. People they hanging out. They didn't know we they didn't know you was gonna come back with this much juice. They thought you was gonna be tired from, from retwisting J. Cole's hair while he sat between your legs. Stop. But you obviously Stop. out here <laughs> just sitting there. Sat him between my thighs. Like, come on, right here. Get him between my thighs, right here, Cole. <laughs> but I got a I got a question from one of our listeners, Dre. He wanted to know. <laughs> he wanted to know. Uh, he said. Uh, he said. Obviously, about Del Time uh, is going to come back with a lot of energy regarding what he liked about the concert. He never has anything bad to say about J Cole. So with that, I want to know about Del Time. What's one thing you would change about the concert? Damn, that's it. I wish it was longer. <laughs> no, <I'm> like, <laughs> no, one thing. Uh, you know what? One thing I would have changed was. Um, Honestly, man, it was it was a great. I can't even say nothing was bad, bro, because he did everything right. Um, but I wish I was closer. To be honest with you, I just wish okay. it was more. I, I wish I was closer. I wish it was a. Sometimes, I mean, I hate to say this. I mean, I, I love that. Don't get me wrong. I, I I love that Cole is playing out these big arenas and things like that. But sometimes you just want to be in like a more of an intimate vibe with your favorite artist, like more something like you know, I hate this like a Yoshi's. Like I, I know Cole is way far before, like way <laughs> too stardom to be playing at Yoshi's. But sometimes you'd be like, I wish I could just see him like play more, like you know, like 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 at a Yoshi's or something like that. Where it's like, yo, like you really just get this up because, like, I mean, for the most part, like I gotta look at, at this mega screen and things like that. And I guess the other thing is, is maybe I mean, I am saying I wish it went longer, but I do kind of wish it started a little bit earlier because this shit was on a Sunday, and then I had okay. to wake up. I had to wake up and get on a flight at four thirty in the a.m. So, bro, like, I'm not going to lie. I've been tired from, like, st- since then. I've been tired since then, bro. I've, I had to, like, I've been, like, just falling asleep randomly. Yesterday at work, I was working, bro, and just fell asleep on the couch. Like, and then I was getting blown up. My coworker was like, bro, I've been calling you for 20 minutes. I was like, uh, I was on my backlog, and, like, I forgot. Uh, I was just sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> so honestly maybe that would be the biggest thing is that i wish it was a, i wish it was i wish it was longer but i wish it started earlier so so you would so you so you would you would start you would start it earlier and you would want to go to a theater with better seats yeah with better seats that's fair no, not, that's, that's, yeah. no that's bro like I, and that's no and I, I i hear all your like I hear all like your like J. Cole cautionary, like, I don't want to hurt your feelings, Cole. Like, I'm sure yeah. he appreciates you as being a real fan. Like, I just want to hear him at the coffee shop so I could just spit, I could just spit with the real ones. Like, I get so that. So he can I hear understand. me. Yeah. So he can hear me seeing all his words. <laughs> so he can see me. Like, that dude know my shit. Like, that's all I want. Women shout me out. Like, it'd probably be like how you would be like if you was at a whole concert. Like, and whole was just looked over and was like, oh, Rizzy knowing my shit. Oh, okay. Okay. Yo, point him out right there. Like, yo, that should be tight. That actually, right. let me actually let me let me give J Cole a compliment. When it comes yes. to like when it comes to when it comes when it comes to J when it comes to Jay Z, I'll rather see him in like an arena because like Jay Z, like when I went to go see him, this was like when he was like I don't want to say pop star Jay Z, but this is when I saw Cole actually uh, Blueprint Three. When when he's so he's so big that like rapping all those rapping all those words for everybody in the arena is so much fun. Then when he goes to his older stuff, like you said, that's fun too. But like 
Jay-Z don't really the only thing I will listen to Jay-Z in like an unplugged environment, like if we was just chilling, would probably be like Blueprint One. I don't think he has that many songs with like where I'd want to see him in like an intimate unplugged environment where I would want to like vibe out like that. All of his like crushers, I'd want to hear that in the arena. I can see why you feel that way about J. Cole. I have certain yeah. comedians like that. Like I saw I saw Hannibal, I saw Hannibal Barris in a theater. It, the way his cadence is, is like outstanding. I think that's cool. I'd love to see Hannibal in the theater. I also saw D. Also saw um, I saw Dion Cole in a theater, but I'd rather see him in like an arena to see her like Cole like response laughter. Yeah. So I, when it comes to theaters versus arenas, it definitely depends on the environment. Like, I rather see. I much rather see Dave Chappelle in a theater with like fifty people. I rather and I rather see Kevin Hart in an arena because we saw Kevin Hart in a theater on Netflix several months ago, and I'm just gonna say. I'd rather see him in the arena. And when it comes Hot to Chappelle, garbage. No, when it, I'm not gonna say all that. When it when it comes to Chappelle and the one he just did that that little that little the Detroit one, that shit was just cool. Like Fire. so, I feel that's why I would definitely give J Cole credit because he can do an arena and he could do a coffee shop. Like Drake, yeah. Drake probably Drake 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 has some coffee shop flows, but it would just be. It would just be like hella niggas that's there having like a broken heart day. Like we just be yep. in there just singing like hate sleeping alone. And the remorse, and the ride, and the ride, and like champagne poetry, and Western Road flows, views thirty for thirty. You know what? And Drake could do a coffee shop. Drake could do a coffee shop. And Drake, and Drake would Drake. The thing about the thing about Drake's coffee shop versus J Cole's coffee shop is that Drake he could get Jay Z. Do you have a song of the week? For oh people, you know? my God! Speaking of Jay Z, I'm not even gonna go there with you. But he wasn't there, bro. He wasn't speaking there. Of- no. Don't try to say. No, he, was, he wasn't there. He wasn't there. No, 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 no. My song of the week is from the Black Album. Oh, of uh, course. By Jay Z, the Beautiful. Encore. Can Beautiful. I get an Encore? Because I really was feeling that way, man. I felt like, you know what I'm saying? I wish y'all could get an Encore of this, G, but unfortunately, we're going to have to cut it short on y'all. But y'all know the songs, man, and y'all know the vibes. But honestly, um, it's one of the songs that I'm probably going to have to play at my wedding, G. So it's a, it's a, it's a vibe. It makes everybody feel good. Jay spits his life on here. Not gonna his life, but he definitely dropped some bars on here. And it's just a great fucking song. I love it from the intro where he uses the uh, the gladiator, Russell Crowe, uh, as the intro. That's the wrong track, bro. Oh, oh, damn. Well, what's that track? That's what more you can know, I say? What more? That's the song I'm telling y'all to go listen to. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, Sorry for the mix up. Sorry for the mix up. I'm, I'm a Jay fan, y'all, but like, he a bigger Jay fan. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. What more can I say? That's the song I want y'all to go check out, bro. That is a fire track. I love that track, bro. I love the Resto Crow intro. It always gets me excited when I hear it. And I think y'all should vibe to it. What more can I? You know what? You're 100% right, G. I was thinking of Encore. I was thinking of Encore just maybe because I like that song, too. I like the whole You know what? The thing It's funny. It's interesting because when you as you were talking about the song, like, and you were talking about, like, you, you like, were talking about, you're listening to it while, like, preparing for, like, wedding situation like ceremony i'm like encore is like just a, it's a great beautiful like song for like a beautiful occasion but then once you mentioned the russell crowe thing I, I, I had no choice but to interrupt you because that is like one of the most fierce intros that i've ever heard and the thing about it is bro i had never seen gladiator quite yet so you know how i don't know how some of y'all consume music but sometimes i hear a lot of stuff right and i don't know where, like, okay i'll say this i didn't get into like mafia movies until i got older so once I got older and saw like Casino and Goodfellas and Scarface, I was like, oh, that's what these dudes is talking about from these. Oh, that's why this bar makes sense. I completely get it. I had never seen Gladiator. I just thought that was part. I thought somebody made that for the beat. But then yeah. once I saw Gladiator, I was like, wait, what? This is like, Crazy. 
Wait, he's like in the he's in the Coliseum, like frustrated because he's just murdering people and they're not even clapping. He throws right. the knife and it throws the knife. Like, are you not entertained? Is that not why you are here? You are here. And then he's about then he's about to walk off or whatever. And they start just they start chanting. They start yeah. chanting. And that's why the next track, Encore, is just such a perfect, a perfect song. Is it after what more can I say? It, yeah. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. On the black album, y'all don't ever let me talk about Jay Z on here. So Never. I appreciate, I appreciate him showing up because this is what really happened. I'm gonna tell y'all, I'm gonna tell y'all. I don't want to tell, I don't want to tell Dell business, but this is what happened. Like because the concert was in Houston, right? He was in Houston, and like Dale, I went to go get these tacos, and then Beyonce, I pulled up or whatever. And Beyonce was like, "Yo, uh, my husband don't appreciate you saying that J Cole could get him on the track. I don't like it because Dale was Houston, Beyonce from Houston. So Beyonce basically was like, "Yo." You don't ever pick no Jay-Z songs for Song of the Week. So when you get back to Cali, like, basically, you got to pick a Jay-Z song. Or we just, been, we know where you live. We're putting billions on your head. And now this is what happened. So I got the inside scoops, and that's what happened. All right, bro, what's the interview of the week? Man, all right, bro, man, what's the interview of the week? All right, man, you know I got something. I know I know as desperately as you wanted to be, like, as you wanted to be the interview you pretend to have with J. Cole while you was in Houston, I'll have a real interview. If you want to do an imaginary interview later, um, you can shoot me the link, and then I'll make sure that I'll put that somewhere where people can't find it. So what I want y'all to do... <laughs> just me and Cole, I'm just imaginary. Like, no, he here, y'all here. But Cole, what you got to say? Like, what we can't see him on the camera? What we can't see him is just me with my dreads down. <laughs> It's just a, it's just a mop with a hat on. That's just, <laughs> that's with, just a, with a raggedy, with a raggedy ass sweater and some Crocs. <laughs> mop, bro. The interview, the interview of the week is. I want y'all to check out uh, this Joe Rogan interview. Uh, Joe Rogan speaks to Doctor Sanjay Gupta about CNN saying that Joe Rogan was taking horse dewormer, and I want you guys to check it out because. It's an interesting look at how, let's say, like how language is used for propaganda. So because doc, because this doctor is like someone that shows up often on CNN to like basically talk about the vaccine and talk about uh, medical situations. It's interesting how Joe Rogan confront him, basically confront the correspondent. Like, why why would CNN say that I'm taking this horse to room if it was given to me by a doctor? Like, why are you guys making it seem like the vet gave it to me, even though it was an actual like medicine prescribed and he actually he grills him pretty well on it to be like yo man like um what's up you know so what i want you guys to do is like check out the interview and if and if you have time i want you to look at how fox news looks at the joe rogan interview and how cnn looks at the joe rogan interview like um i.e like fox news says joe rogan takes a poopta on the gupta right and then cnn looks at it as like uh uh, Dr. Gupta enters the lion's den. Like, so it's interesting how these two entities can still take this interview and view it in like two completely different ways. So if y'all got a chance, take a look at it. Um, I think it'll, I think it'll have you, it will have you understand why we have like a lot of vaccine confusion, just basically by, based on the way, based on the way that people that don't take it are vilified. And when information is released to make people that don't take it seem vilified, it just makes them want to take it less and vice versa. So take a look at that, man. Um, y'all could be anywhere in the world right now, but y'all here with us, y'all here with me welcoming about Dell Time back to California after being in Houston and shaking hands and kissing babies and 
I mean, Houston had a problem with about Dell time there, so he came back and blessed us with his presence. So, brother, we appreciate you coming through. Thank you so much. Hopefully, you'll be here next week. For those of y'all that was waiting on the 49er check-in, we got to buy this week. We got to buy. Right. Uh, we got to buy. So, we that's a win for us. We'll take that as a win. Us. <laughs> no, nah, man, but uh, definitely, man, if you made it this far, just know we here at Uncut really Really, 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 really fuck with you. So until next time, go ahead and cue the music. Homies, man.